Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to be going over, not really fully grading, but, you know, discussing this rookie class um, and just talking about, you know, where they're at midseason. So, you know, we've seen a little bit of football. Now, as we know with rookies, don't count guys out and, and they're after just their rookie year or during their rookie season. Um, if we would have done this a, a few years back, we would have counted out maybe Odell Beckham Jr. Because remember, he didn't play for a while. So you got to wait, you got to see, we got to be patient with these young players. Um, there's a couple guys though, very concerning. And there's a couple guys that have look, showed like, Hey, these guys are legit. These guys are really good pieces that the Niners got. So let's start out. Aiden, you want to go through this, these day one and day two picks, and then I'll come back and I'll talk about them as well. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, first up, we have Trey Lance, uh, only started one game, but we've seen him in a couple, um, future goat going to win 10, 10 Super Bowls, going to be an absolute beast. Um, I mean, jury is, is still kind of out. Both of us want, want him to start. Both of us think he's going to be good. Um, he's like just turned 21. Um, we have hopefully 10 to 15 years. And I think this guy is going to end up being a very, very productive starter in this league. And it, it, it may take a little while. Um, but I, I think that they, nailed this pick fields has not been awesome in a perfect world maybe you stay at 12 you pick mac jones and you hold on to those picks but the ceiling is so much higher with with trey lance um with what he can do with his legs um so i'm fine with that pick second aaron banks mm, question mark here he was active for the first time in in the the colts game so maybe he's turning a corner um, but he was not active in every game before that. And your second round pick who was at a position of, of need and didn't fit the profile of a lot of Kyle's linemen, um, a bigger guy. Um, when, when he got picked, both of us liked the pick and we're like, they want to do more power stuff. Um, haven't seen that so far, but obviously we're six weeks in and offensive linemen sometimes take a little time and, just new environment and stuff like that. So I think he definitely gets an incomplete, but definitely a little bit worrisome. Trey Sermon, pretty similar boat. Um, he just doesn't fit what the Niners do with, with Jimmy right now. Um, he had some off the field potentially stuff before week one, him and Iuke were, were basically benched for that, for that lions game. Um, so definitely hasn't been perfect for him. He started a couple games, ran the ball hard, um, seemed like he can hit holes pretty well, but hasn't been as impressive as the six-round pick, which is never awesome. Ambry Thomas, basically the same thing as, as uh, Banks, incomplete, hasn't played, didn't look awesome during the preseason, um, but major, major question marks with that one. Jalen Moore, I thought he played really, really well um, in that Colts game. First start against a good defense, filling in for one of the best tackles in in the entire league. Um, I thought he did really, really well. So, I mean, in 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 terms of offensive linemen, um, Jalen Moore has been more impressive than Banks. But we we honestly should have expected that, given that the Niners picked him in the fifth round, and every one of their fifth rounders just ends up being really, really good. Um, other fifth rounder, Demo, 
very confused on why he was not active um, in that Colts game. They activated Kirkpatrick over him. He's been really good when he played. He's a fifth-round rookie and like started two games. Um, I think he has a bright, bright future. I think that they see him long-term more in the nickel, taking over that that that, that K1 role, um, which I think he'll be really, really good at. But he's been good outside too. So I I, I love that he brings some versatility. Um, Hufunga's next. Played a lot in this Colts game too, and and we'll see him next week with 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 Tart out. I think he's an absolute beast. Um, he's a definitely a a, a gamer um, and a guy that plays faster when when the, the lights are on. But I'm excited to watch him. Uh, and then last guy is Elijah Mitchell, who has probably been the most impressive rookie wire to wire um, that we've seen from from the Niners so far, which is ironic because he was their their last pick. Uh, I think he is going to take over that 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 Moster type speed back role. Um, and he runs hard, he runs fast, and I think he's going to be a, a productive back in this league for the next 10 years, which you can't say for most of your six-round picks. But that's the class so far. A lot of question marks. We're only six weeks in, and in another six weeks, you could look back and be like, stuff has completely changed. Um, but that's that's where I see everybody right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel I'm going to feel pretty similar like overall to you. Um, I'm going to go through the guys that I've been impressed with first off, and then go to guys, question marks or incompletes, that kind of stuff. Um, first off, the the two guys that I want to bring up are fifth rounder, Diamondor Lenore, and sixth rounder, Elijah Mitchell. I think these guys, in terms of their their instant production, have been the best two players. I think Diamondor Lenore will definitely take over the uh, the nickel next year when, when K1 likely leaves, I think. I think that makes the most sense for – you know how this roster is going. He's getting a little bit older, though he is a he's a fine player. Um, and Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell looks like the future one in 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 San Francisco. Uh, he is a very 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 good scheme fit, very fast. A guy that we actually had mocked to the Niners in our only mock draft we did. We only did one, and we had him mocked in the seventh round though. So they ended up taking him in the sixth. The picks got like moved around, um, but we did like Elijah Mitchell for this team. Uh, he's been really good so far this year 296 yards couple touchdowns on the ground uh even fl- like has shown a, he has like four catches i think this year so not a ton through the air he's gonna be that you know between the tackles hit the hole or outside the tackles too but you know he's gonna be a guy that like he's a one cut hit the hole and go um i'll i'll talk about uh Diamondor in just a second but trey sermon trey sermon is also like i have faith in him moving forward He's a rookie running back that had fumbling problems and like playbook issues. And while that's not encouraging from a guy that's your third rounder, I do think they, these two are going to be the future of the backfield. Um, but it is concerning that he hasn't seen the field. Like it, it definitely is though. And I think the thing that I think that what frustrates people the most is that you land a six round rookie, but you spent third round capital on another back. I think that's what it hurts for a lot of people. Um, I definitely get that frustration because it feels like, all right, it was almost like a luxury pick and like a guy that we're not even seeing play now. So it, that one I think hurts a little bit, but, but don't give up on Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon might still be a very good player in the NFL. I, I still have faith in him. He's a very talented player. When he's been on the field, he hasn't looked awful. He hasn't looked like he's like too slow or anything like that. He still looks like he did at Ohio state, uh, Oklahoma, you know? So I do have faith that faith in him. Diamond Lenore, super, super pumped on him though. Uh, I, I, I don't get why he didn't start. 
I, I don't get it. it. It doesn't make any sense. Or not start, but didn't suit up. Um, Dre Kirkpatrick should absolutely not be in front of him in the depth chart. Uh, in that Eagles game, they were just throwing to his side like all throughout the game, and I think he gave up one big play. Like, he has been a fantastic cover corner. He's probably – he might be their best coverage corner right now. Their best coverage player is definitely Jimmy Ward because Jimmy Ward is great in coverage, but you could put K1 Williams in there. I would rather have him in a man-on-man situation than Josh Norman for sure, though Norman brings a lot of other things to the table. Um, and I'd take him over Emmanuel Mosley as well. Mosley's more complete right now, but I think he's the best coverage player in the secondary outside of Jimmy Ward right now. And that's saying a lot from a guy that's a fifth-rounder. And if we remember... When he got drafted, I remember seeing all over Twitter, at John Lynch, why did you draft this guy? And it was just videos of him getting toasted at Oregon. He looks really good. So very impressive there. Um, Trey Lance, like like you said, future GOAT. No, I'm just kidding. But I, we both like Trey Lance a lot. Um, I had him as my quarterback too. I liked him more than Wilson. Liked him a little bit more than Fields. Fields was just behind him. Um, liked him more than Mac Jones. I will still stand by this pick for forever. Um, I think it makes – perfect sense for where they're at. I, th- I thought it was a very, very good move, a very aggressive move, but one I really liked. I want to see him on the field now. I, I think that, that, you know, it's, it's time. It's been time. I talked, we've talked about that in our last couple episodes, actually. So uh, you can go check those out as well, but we like Trey Lance a lot. So not going to talk a ton about him. We've talked about him so much. Um, so going to some of these other guys, Jalen Moore, you brought up him. Not much, you know, drafted to be the swing tackle. Looked good last night. You don't hear his name called a ton. That's good for a, a tackle starting their first game. Um, does he take over Mike Bougainchi's spot at, at right tackle? Maybe. Maybe that happens down the road. We will see. Um, Bougainchi didn't look ba- super bad last night, but he has had some games where he looks horrible. So if that continues throughout the season, you could potentially see a battle there. And that'd be a huge thing for the 49ers if they could have a, a fifth rounder starting at tackle for them. That'd be a big deal. Um, so then last two guys, Aaron Banks and Ambry Thomas. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't talk about Talanoa Hufunga. I'll talk about him later, but Ambry Thomas, Aaron Banks. So then when you look at this class as a whole right now, it feels kind of disappointing. Even though you have Diamador Lenore, Elijah Mitchell, Jalen Moore, Trey Lance, and Hufunga, I think that are guys that I personally like a lot. I think that they've shown like they're going to be pieces. It's five out of eight guys. I think that's that's a great hit rate. If you're hitting like, if you're hitting over 35%, you're doing better than the league average on like guys that are staying on your roster. That's like where the hit rate is. Cause I think people expect like every pick to just be like nailed. There's not a single NFL team that does that. Um, but you look at this draft and you go, well, in the second round, you took Aaron Banks. In the third round, you took Trey Sermon and Ambry Thomas. And it's that day two that I think really leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth because those are not, those aren't good picks. Like it doesn't look like it right now. Maybe down the road, we think so. When we've seen Ambry Thomas on the field in practice in preseason, whenever he has got burnt, like every time it is, he's really struggled. Now he did not play last season. So it would make sense if it takes him a while to get back and, you know, into form and stuff. But also this is the NFL. If you're not producing, like after a year or two, you're, unless you're Jalen Hurd, you're not producing after a year or two or maybe three years, you're going to kind of follow the depth chart and you're in the, you're going to end up not being a, a, a piece or a factor on the team. So you have to see these guys eventually produce. Uh, Ambry Thomas, I'm concerned about him just because he's just hasn't looked good. 
Aaron Banks, same talk about him in camp. He was finally active for the first game. Um, these are two guys I'm very, very concerned about. And I don't know how much faith I have in them. Um, but like I said, it's it's a rookie. Like it's their first year. Like you can't grade him super heavily. But what, from what we've seen, it's definitely been bad from a second and third rounder. Um, and then the final guy, Helena Hufunga. We're going to see him start a lot more. So the verdict is about to be out because I, I think Kwaski tarts out like three weeks. Um, so you're going to see him start at strong safety. I think you're going to see him have some lapses in coverage. However, he is a player that, you know, will provide that big play like capability. Uh, you're going to see him come flying down the, the lane, um, smacking running backs. This could be a, a good fit for the game against Justin Fields against the Bears. Uh, maybe he comes out there and has a great game there. Uh, then against the Rams and against Matthew Stafford, you're probably going to see him struggle a little bit. Um, so it's going to kind of depend on the matchup, I think, for him. And that's kind of how he's been played. I think that's always how he's going to be played. He's going to be a guy that's a special teamer, uh, going to be a guy that can come in like in situational play, uh, sit in like situational spots. Um, and then we'll, we'll see what he turns out to be. But I feel like for him, I feel like he was the easiest guy to kind of go, oh, yeah, he's going to he's gonna be a rosterable guy. He's not going to be necessarily like a starting level player, but you'll see him come in. He can take over for guys. He can play specific spots, and he can be a baller special teamer. So that's where I'm at on everyone here. Overall, I think this this class has got, you know, a lot of people are super frustrated with it. First off, it's way better than the 2020 class, and it actually has a chance to live up to the 2019 draft, uh, draft class, which is really good for the 49ers. So I think the class, it, when we look at it in like two, three years, I think it's going to look a lot better. But at the end of the day, like whenever you miss on second or third rounders or first rounders, day one and day two, it makes it seem, I think, a lot worse than it is. When at the end of the day, like if you're taking that guy in the second round, like, yes, you can go and look at that mistake. But also you have to give credit for them for going and getting Elijah Mitchell in the sixth, Diamador Lenore in the fifth. You know, like you have to give them credit for those late round picks and finding guys there because I think that's a huge element of it. But that's all I got for this. Anything else you want to add, Aiden, before we take off? No, I think I think that that you hit it. I do want to keep people um, kind of aware that we're six games into the season. Do not post your like full thoughts right now. Like stuff is going to to change. Niners could rip off six six straight wins with Jimmy playing at an MVP level. I think that's a very low probability, but could happen. So um, none of this stuff is obviously for sure guys could turn it around guys could go go downhill we don't know how how demo did a practice this week maybe he was awful and he was inactive because kirkpatrick was just simply better that's not something that we've seen um so that would surprise me but just something to to, to keep in mind we're not even halfway through the year we got pretty much a month until we're we're, we're halfway through the year which is exciting um i love football so this is my my favorite time of the year um and excited to see how the rest of um, this this season goes. Yeah, same here. Looking forward to it. Um, hopefully the 49ers turn around. It's definitely been rough, but I do have a lot of faith in these young guys. Um, I think this rookie class is a lot brighter than I think most people are looking at it um, just right now. Definitely understand being frustrated with day two. The day two picks are looking really bad right now. But you have Trey Lance, who from, from at least what I've seen and I think what you've seen as well, we are very happy with how he's looked so far. Like I said, Ross quarterback ever to come into the league and start a game. That's what his last start was, and he looked pretty good in that start. So a lot of faith in him. The, the fifth and sixth rounds in this draft look really, really good. 
they might have got four impact players in in day three. So that's really impressive in itself. Day two, potentially a lot of whiffs. So we'll see how it all plays out. But, you know, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode, though. Thank you all for listening. Um, we'll be back, you know, recording some stuff. Going to have a guest on. Going to talk about the uh, the Bears-Niners game. Going to talk about Justin Fields, Trey Lance, uh, do all that stuff. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, uh, we have talked about a lot of Trey Lance stuff in the past. Um, and we're bringing the daily 49ers content for the most part. Every once in a while, we'll miss a day or two. Um, Aiden's on here about half the time. I'll do like half solo vids, half with other guests. Um, but yeah, so that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk very soon.